0: It is okay to take that time and it is okay Mm. to cry in the shower and to do all of those things. I mean, you're a hormonal mess at the beginning, but I still cry cry more now as a mom than I probably ever have and I want to normalize that.
1: Welcome to Solve with Sessions podcast. I'm your host, Emma Evelyn Campbell, and you're listening to the right podcast if you're ready to push past your limitations, navigate your fears, and live a life aligned with your truth. I believe we can express our true nature and power when we get to know who we truly are. And this podcast gives you the tools and resources to do exactly that. So join us as myself and guests share our soul's truth so that you can feel safe to share yours. Don't forget to head to the show notes to get even more involved with the community. Now, let's get on with our episode for today. Guys, week been so far? Have you been up to much? I know we've got a new moon tonight. Well, tonight for me.
2: No, it's been good. I um, I've been busy. My my oldest is leaving for Florida like in a few hours, so I've just Mm. been and he's gone for like a week. And he's only eleven, so I have to make sure like every outfit is put together. Like yeah, so (laughs) but I'm happy for him. So yeah, it's been kind of busy with just like family stuff this week.
0: Yeah, I feel like we're both clearing out throat chakra. I have been, like,
1: all I was just about to say, you've <laughs> got a bit of a cough, <laughs>
0: yeah, so oh, my, yeah, my son started daycare, like, four weeks ago. <clears throat> mm. And I swear, brought home already, like, every crud and thing. And so he has an ear infection and was oh, up last bless. night. and. Oh, yeah, no. so it's been a tired week over here, but good other than that. So I'm like, mommy's
1: got a very big cup
0: of coffee today. <laughs> I have not had my coffee, ladies. But as soon as
2: this is over, oh,
1: this is my well, first I step. don't have that yet. But I can appreciate the level of tiredness. I'm sure is, um, but uh, yeah, the kids don't keep me up yet. But my mind keeps me up sometimes, <laughs> which is just oh. as bad, honestly.
0: Especially sometimes. The, I don't oh, yeah. know about you, I'm about the new moon gets me. Like every time I can't sleep anyway. So I wasn't Mm. really sleeping last night anyway. So it was fine.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it was like, oh, your child is fine to wake you up because you weren't sleeping. (laughs) Exactly. So. Do you want to give um, a little background on you guys? Um, Because this is the first podcast I've had with two people, which is super cool. So this is a little Soulful Sessions first. Um, So I know uh, Victoria and Tiffany is who we have with us today, but together you guys are Spirit Mamas. So I want you to kind of give a little introduction on what's your mission and what's your big why behind what you do, what you do. I love that.
0: Yay! We're so happy (laughs) to be here. So Spirit Mamas is so many things, but our main mission is to help moms lean into and trust their intuition and power after having a baby. And this Mm -hmm. really comes from our own personal experience. I am a mother of one now, but when Sebastian was born, it really opened up this portal to the other side, as I like to call it, and made me realize that my everyday corporate job, my everyday hustle and bustle, if you will, just wasn't cutting it anymore. And I knew there was something more out there for me, but I wasn't sure what. And Mm. I kept telling Tiffany, I want to help people, but I didn't know how or or what or in any way. And I was an Akashic Records reader. Tiffany is a Reiki healer. And so we knew there was something to this whole energy healing thing. And I think Mm -hmm. that's where we found our sweet spot is holding ceremonial circles and sacred space for moms. And really helping Mm. them tune their energy because if you don't have energy as a mom, you're not going to have energy to give to anyone around you. And so it's that analogy of putting your oxygen mask on first. We're here to help moms do that, but also to help them figure out, like, what makes them feel really fucking good and how can we Mm. lean into that more and – celebrate that and let them know that they are worthy of that, that they are not just a mom. They are a beautiful multidimensional human being who deserves to feel good. That's mm-hmm. always my spiel. I don't know, Tiff, I want you to add your thoughts too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's Tiffany. <laughs> I'm the other half of spirit mamas.
2: Um, as Victoria mentioned, I'm a Reiki energy healer, um, intuitive and so much more. Right. But the number one thing mm-hmm. is I, I'm a mom. I have two boys. Logan and Lennox. Lo- Logan is 11 and Linux is one. He'll be two in August. And so huge gap. But who I was as a mom with Logan and who I am as a mom with both boys is totally different. Nothing wrong with the previous tiff, right? But you go through this journey. And I think Spirit Mamas provide mm. that community that we all need. Like you hear it takes a village and it truly does, you know, and I think even as like our boys start mm-hmm. getting older, you need that support to answer certain questions around like, well, what should I do in this situation? And what should I do in that? And I think not only is it about moms getting back to us and who we are so we could be the best people and moms we could be to our kids, but also like there's going to be some stuff that comes up with our kids and we want to make sure they stay on that like mm-hmm. galactic level, right? Like that whole like you know who you are always like, don't forget your power. And so I think Spirit Mom is going to allow us to truly do that as well.
1: Mm, I love that. I think that's such an important mission and something that is such a great niche because it is kind of missing in this world. We have parenting classes and parenting skills, but that, that energy element is also so important because we are all energy, right? So what do you find is something that you like to do, particularly with mums, that really gets them to connect with this element of their self, as you said earlier, that mama intuition, and actually really bring that into their lives and their parenting?
0: Exactly. So we kind of have four pillars that we love to share with people around connecting to their intuition, joining our community, and really listening into what they want. Because I think that's the the magic of what we're doing is that we're, we're not the experts. We're here to guide you. We're here to share our journey. But you're the expert of your own children, of your own life, of your own momhood. And so we just love to share the tools that have worked for us. So personally, the Akashic Records is something I love to share with moms. And I teach moms how to access their own because it has provided me the intuitive guidance that I need in the moment. I found the records mm. after a miscarriage. And really just was questioning everything and why is this happening and, you know, all of the normal things that that happen after something like that. Mm -hmm. But I found comfort in the fact that there was something guiding me. There was a guiding force. There was a reason behind Mm -hmm. why all of these things happened. And I truly believe Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be on the spiritual path I am now without that happening
1: and- can, I, can I jump in there and just ask, oh, yeah. um, just for people that are listening, what actually is the Akashic Records? Because I think for some people that, that notion is kind of, they've heard of it maybe, but they're like, what the fuck is this? Exactly. It'll <laughs> Did mean when they heard the word yeah, before they yeah. were like... Exactly. <laughs> um, you're speaking another language yes yeah, so exactly I would love to hear kind of you know what what it is and how that links in again to your pillars and what you do when working with mums.
0: Absolutely. So the akashic records are really just an energetic frequency and every single mm-hmm. person has a record that you are emitting out of the top of your crown chakra every second of every day. So the records are really just a container of that energy of everything mm-hmm. that has happened, everything that can happen. And everything that will happen. And they're mutable. So they change based on any of the energy work that you're doing, the decisions Mm -hmm. that you make. But it's the guidance that you need to hear in the moment. So anytime you access your records, you're gonna get the information that you need. And it could be totally different day to day, even if you ask the exact same questions. So I tune into my records. I used to do it daily. I'll be honest, I've fallen off and it's more like weekly now, but I use it to ask questions of what would feel good would it feel good to take this new job would it feel good mm-hmm. to parent in this way and it's kind of just that reminder that brings you back to infinite possibility and love is really what mm-hmm. it does so that you can come back to that dreamer that wonderer that that open vessel that you're really meant to be to say there are no limits there are no boundaries i can do this any way i want to do this you know there are mm-hmm. no rules if you will and so we lead women through kind of how to access their records, but also even something as simple as just tapping into their intuition by stopping and listening to their body. We don't do that enough. Mm -hmm. I know Tiff. that's like one of your favorite practices in the morning.
2: I do. I like do affirmations. And when I meet with, um, Women who come to me for Reiki, I'm usually doing my hour sessions. The first 30 minutes is really like an intuitive counseling. So I'm tapping into their guides, their angels, my guides. Mm. Um, and I'm really mm. asking them, like, how do you feel spiritually, mentally, physically? And then I'm helping them answer questions. Then we go into the bodywork of Reiki, right? And so for those of you who don't know what Reiki is, it's, mm. it's an energy healing practice that um, it consists of... of symbols that I use with my hands to kind of infuse into your body. Um, for me, I don't have to really touch you. But for some Reiki healers, they, they, they touch you. And I really call it like a spiritual massage. And what I'm doing is I am aligning your chakras. Mm. So um, it's, it's really powerful. But for, for the moms who come to me, I think the, the what I love to hear afterwards is like, Tiff, how did you do this? And I'm like, I didn't do it you did it. So when they leave, they leave with some spiritual homework and it may be affirmations. It may be a spiritual bath. And what I'm doing during that session is really allowing them to realize the power that they have and and get it back, like own it. And then it's so funny how they manifest stuff immediately afterwards. And they're like, well, I got a job offer yesterday and I came to you on Tuesday and I'm like, you did that. Like you removed all the blocks. I helped you Mm -hmm. do it, but like you allowed the energy to flow in. So yeah, I love affirmations. I love meditation. Mm. And I just love like badass women and and we are powerful and we just need to claim what's ours.
1: Mm, I love that. And, <laughs> and obviously I'm not a mom myself, but I can imagine from experience that as a mom, sometimes we diminish our power and diminish the things that we think that we want to do with our lives and the things that we want to embody and enjoy and that pleasure element. I think we We forget that when we have children because we're looking after someone else and we think that suddenly we don't matter as much as this child, which obviously to an extent that makes sense. But how is it do you feel that some mums just really lose that sense of power that they really have within themselves and it creates blocks for them to actually really enjoy the experience of being a mum fully? I think for
2: me, like... As a mom, immediately, as soon as you start carrying this vessel inside of you, it shifts. Like you immediately, your mom intuition turns on. You start caring about this baby that's inside of you. And then when they get here, your whole life is turned upside down because the baby's crying. They they need you. But I think at a certain point, Mm -hmm. you have to remember that you can't run on zero. So you have to always figure out how to give back to yourself put yourself first so that you can take care of the baby or the 11 year old. Right. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I think it's all about like just nurturing you as a mom, because it's, it's going to happen. Like we talk to so many women and they're like, I'm struggling today. I, you know, you, you start questioning, like, do I look beautiful today? Like, you, I, I almost feel like sometimes your self confidence goes from like ten to zero in some some scenarios because mm. you're like, well, you know, I've been sitting around in a muumu all day like feeding, nursing this baby, and now I got to go out into the world. And let's just be honest, COVID didn't help, right? Like especially for our, the new mamas who had babies during Hi, that today. period. Me and Victoria, we didn't take our kids out. The the youngest ones out. <laughs> I, I mean, I think Linux is just. Maybe it's been the last nine months he's actually kind of been in the world, but not really. I think in the last two months, I've been, I've mm-hmm. introduced him to people outside of our circle. But yeah, so you, you get into your own bubble and then you realize like, oh shit, like I forgot who I was. Um, so naturally, mm-hmm. I think it just happens as a mom. Like you start putting the babies first and you forget about you. And so that's what Spirit Mama t- does. It reminds you like, hey we are here as mamas, but we are powerful. We have to remember our beauty. We have to remember who we are. And then we can nurture these Mm. babies and and help them become amazing humans.
0: Exactly. Mm. And like Tiff and I both this year took mom trips on our own. You know, Tiff went to Aruba. Mm. I went to Costa Rica. And that's part of what we, we preach too, is that you have to take that time and that you're not a bad mom for doing it. You need to fill your own cup and the baby needs time with dad too. You know, I Mm. feel like I came back from that trip and my husband and my son are far closer than they ever were. And my husband's a very present father. I mean, he's here all the time. He's with the baby all the time, but it's just a different level of bonding when it's just the two of them. And that's really important Mm. too. And I think our society, it's so easy to, stigmatize moms or put us in a box or tell us that we have to behave a certain way or do a certain thing. And that I know for me was really paralyzing. I think I spent more time on Google the first months of his life than ever before, because I thought I didn't (laughs) know the answers, but Mm. you do, you really do. And I think it's just, like Tiffany said, it's reminding moms that you know what's right. And just because someone else doesn't do it that way, it's okay. But in this society of Instagram and looking at everyone else and having to have this picture-perfect life, we're not perfect, and we don't want you to be perfect either. It's really about showing up perfectly imperfect, we like to say, Mm -hmm. because life is a journey for a reason, and you're here on this earthly plane right now to learn lessons. That's why we're here. Life isn't meant to be 100% joy all the time because Mm -hmm. you wouldn't appreciate it if you didn't have the lows, and so we're here to just help you balance that out. And remind you that everything's temporary. You know, whatever you feel right now in this moment isn't going to be what you feel forever. If it's good, enjoy it. If it's not, how can you frame it as an opportunity or a lesson or a way to continue to get back to you and get your intuition and your power stronger?
1: Mm, I think that's beautiful. And I, I think I was, I'll pick up on the bit there about when, it, when we're in this state of, feeling that stress and obviously being a mum there is a lot of stress that's involved in that what would be some of your most important tips that when you're in that state of your child is stressing you're out you're exhausted maybe you're a single mum you don't have as much support as you would like how in those moments is this energy work and getting in touch with your intuition so important and what would be some tips that you would give someone to actually lean back into that part of themselves so that they can you know easier I guess, navigate those emotions.
0: Take a second and breathe. Use Mm -hmm. your breath. In those moments, I have found if I stop and check in with my breath, I'm breathing shallowly. I'm not like I'm my whole body is in a state of, of stress, to be honest. And so taking that second, even if it means putting the baby back in the crib, so they're in a safe place, And you have to walk to the other room, to the bathroom, wherever that is, and literally breathe for five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever you need. It is okay to take that time. And it is okay Mm. to cry in the shower and to do all of those things. I mean, you're a hormonal mess at the beginning, but I still cry cry more now as a mom than I probably ever have. And I want to normalize that, that Mm. energy and emotions are very tied together. Emotions are just energy in motion, and you've got to get that out somehow. So if that's crying, that's okay. If that's putting on a dance and and music has really helped me as well. So if I'm not feeling like getting into like a breath work or or focusing on that, but rather getting out of my head and into my body, I put on music and dance around the kitchen with a baby or really like just find a way to shift myself. Do we walk outside together? So those are like music, breathing, and nature are probably my three favorite things to get back to the present moment. And the breath work doesn't have to be hard. It can be as simple as putting one hand on your chest, one hand on your stomach, and really taking in a full breath, feeling your stomach expand, and really exhaling that full breath and coming back to that Mm. moment of presence where your breath sounds like the ocean, sounds like an ocean wave going in and out. I can't even tell you how calming that is, even when you have a screaming baby in the background.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And the biggest thing that Victoria mentioned is is being present. Like when I find myself Mm -hmm. frazzled, it's taking that moment, like even before you take that breath to kind of pause in the moment and take it all in. Because a lot of times when we're frazzled, especially with kids, we're thinking about the next thing. We're thinking about the thing that just happened. We're thinking about the thing that needs to happen tomorrow, tonight. Like. It's really about being present in the moment and then you'll realize that a lot of the anxiety, frustration, stress, it just kind of goes away. So it's, it's. I think, you know, the breath work and, you know, the dancing, it brings you to that present moment and that's what's most important is being present.
1: Mm, I love that. And that's obviously something that's so important for us within ourselves, but also for our children. And one thing I love that you guys, I think, spoke about on your Instagram was this, you know, healing within yourself is not passing these traumas onto your children. So why do you think that is such a, an important message to actually embody as a mom so that when, we're, when we choose to have children, we're not passing these difficulties and challenges that we've experienced through our emotional traumas to our children? And why is that so, so important? If you want to take that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so naturally,
2: we are going to carry some things into our lives and our kids are going to do the same because that is the whole point of like a root mm. chakra, right? Like it's, it's shit that we deal with that mm-hmm. comes from previous lives. But I think it's, it's being able to tap into that as a mom and say, okay, this is where I'm kind of screwed up. <laughs> Let me take care of me and fix this. So that I don't have, my kids don't have to do the same. You know, I um, am looking right now at my life during COVID and I, and I had to do a lot of shadow work because a lot of things came up that I didn't realize mm. that I had carried on from not only my childhood, but even my dad's childhood, my mom's childhood, some of the things they dealt mm. with that was played out in my household and that I don't want to play out in my, with my current, with my husband or my kids, right, in this current lifetime. And so it's taking that work, doing that work to kind of look at yourself, see, okay, this is where I'm a little jacked up. Cause naturally we kind of reflect that onto our kids and you don't even realize it. Like we, as human beings mm-hmm. in this society, we are surrounded by fear. And when you look at your child, when you look at your kids, uh, even when I look at Logan, he has no fear and he's 11. But there's a time in life where like it it shows up. And so what I want to do is you're going to see it in the world. But as a parent, I want to be, I'm I'm totally not a helicopter parent at all. Like you can ask Victoria, like I probably let my kids do way more than they probably should. Right. But I feel like I'm there enough where I'm like, let me stop you if you're going to jump off the cliff. But you need to experience because if not, you're going to that fear comes out in everything you do. And then they start questioning themselves as little kids, like, should I join the baseball team? Can I dance here? Can I do that? And it's because we put up these barriers that the world is naturally going to do. Right. But I think the way me me and Victoria Mm -hmm. are really tapping into that is we have our healing the mother wound container and we just launched it again. It'll start um, this month, July 21st. And it's a four week um, container that we meet about an hour and 30 minutes to two hours um, once a week with a group of moms and women. And we tap into the, um, like the deep shit that we've been holding in. And so the whole goal is for us to clear out our chakras from the root all the way up to the throat. The bottom chakra is really, we kind of touch on the heart, you know, at the end, because the top mm-hmm. the top chakra is the heart, the throat, the third eye, and the um, crown chakra. Once they start turning, you're all the way open, right? But we hold a lot of stuff in those bottom three. And so mm-hmm. we're feeling the mother wound. We are tapping into past trauma that we may not have even known like when we went through the first container it was amazing me and victoria would get off the call and be like crap like i i just healed myself Mm -hmm. like some stuff came up that i didn't realize you know and we're tapping into things an example is like we asked like what's your birth story and some of the moms would give their actual birth story and some of the moms would tap into their mom's birth story which would you don't realize it's traumatic, Mm -hmm. right? And then we're pulling up all that energy Mm -hmm. and allowing the women to kind of release. And then you're you're kind of cutting those cords and you didn't even realize it. So that's one container Mm -hmm. that we're offering to moms that will allow you to kind of, you know, get past the fear that the world puts in front of you and the things that you've carried from previous lives.
0: Exactly, Mm -hmm. because we carry so much that's, Not even ours from previous lifetimes. It's our ancestors from previous lifetimes. Everything Mm. is connected. And Mm. your ancestors in this lineage are, yes, what you have this lifetime, but you have so many other ancestors from other lifetimes that are still energetically attached to you. And if you don't do that work, like Tiffany said, it can show up as fear. It can show up as old wounds that are triggering. And you may not even know why they're triggering you. But at Mm -hmm. every stage of your life, you already develop your own wounds and traumas just by living in this world. And so as Mm -hmm. a mom, I kind of feel like it's my duty to not project mine onto my child because they're a clean canvas and they're going to get their own stuff anyway. And so anything I can do to learn to then lead by example and then also to show them a healthy way to cope with these things because... Everyone has trauma. It doesn't have to be, you know, trauma with a capital T. It could be this childhood memory. I tell this story all the time that some little girl on the playground told me that I thought I was all that, and it like ruined my self confidence for mm-hmm. years. And my husband is always laughing. He's like, "Really? Like that messed you up?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it really did." Like mm-hmm. I took that and I internalized it, and it took a long time to get the shame, you know, to work through that because I was very shameful that she thought that. So it's really about I think being a beacon of light as a mom because that has a ripple effect on everyone around you. And it's again mm-hmm. leading by example and showing others a way that you can be in the world because there is already so much fear. There is already so much hate. There there is already all this other scary stuff in the world. And so if I can shield my son from that a little bit by doing some healing. To me, it's worth it. And I think there's just something that intrinsically happens when you become a mom that you want to do that work. You want Mm. to dive in. You want to figure out why. It could be just me. I'm very much a seeker. I always want to know about things. But I do feel like it's um, more than just me, that moms want to get to the root of some of that stuff because everything is a mirror if you allow it to be. And Mm. you don't want to walk around like hurt people hurt other people. And healed people heal other people, I like to think. And so that's really why I do this work and why I think it's so important. And it's really fun to connect with like your ancestors and guides. I don't know if anyone on the mm. podcast does that on a regular basis, but it's it's really fun. Everyone has a spirit team. You are not alone in this world. You have a group of spiritual cheerleaders behind you in your ancestors and in your guides. And so we tap into that as well as part of this to help you know that Your healing is their healing and you're healing Mm. any future generations to come as well. It sounds really trippy, but I've seen it in my own life. When we started this work, the last Healing the Mother Wound Container, my relationship with my mom was already amazing, but it became that much more amazing. She got really curious about Mm. the spiritual world and wanting to dive deeper into how to heal herself completely unprompted because I was doing this work and because she saw how much it was benefiting my own life.
1: Mm, And I mean, I'm not a mom and I've done some healing the mother wound work and I can say that it's very powerful, really, really is. And I think it's so important that you do that kind of work because mums sometimes feel isolated, right? And they sometimes feel like they're on their own. So if they have that reassurance that they have this team with them, that they have this support system, that they have these containers that actually not just help them on a physical level, but actually on a deeper level through that spiritual connection. And I think that's such an important work that you're doing. And I guess we had a little mention on self-confidence and I think that's going to be a huge thing for for a lot of mums and a lot of mums that are listening that it's that confidence element that they kind of lose within themselves and what are some of the things that you think that connects them back with that feminine energy, connects them back with that pleasure to actually help them feel, although they've become a mom, they can still step into their confidence, they can still step into their sexuality, they can still embrace and embody all these elements of what it means to to be in the feminine energy?
0: Yeah, for me, I feel like it, I enjoy, I really enjoyed being pregnant, but I feel like mm-hmm. it took me moving my body and not just because I wanted to lose weight, but because it felt good and moving Mm -hmm. my hips. We store so much trauma in our hips. And so I personally felt better the more I moved my body and the more that I let some of that feminine energy flow. And it's so funny when you said that, Emma, what came to me was like, shit, pleasure yourself, girl. Like have (laughs) that fun. Like that should not be taken away just because you're a mom. Like you can still be sexy you can still have fun. And sometimes, I mean, after having baby, I didn't want to be with my husband for a while because it just felt uncomfortable. But it was like, okay, I could still be with myself. And that feels good. And there's no reason to not do that. And I also really love spiritual baths. Those are a favorite way to get back in the feminine flow and get in that water element. Water to me has always been such like a supportive, creative container. And so I found that I take way more baths now than I ever used to. I mean, it helps that we have a nice bathtub now, but that to me is an easy way to to get back into the feminine flow and really relax and not be so go go go.
2: And I think for a lot of women, um, you look for that uh, reassurance outside of yourself, right? Yeah. A lot of like a girlfriend. The other day, who was just telling me, like, having a baby wasn't easy. You know, I see why people get a divorce, X, Y, and Z. But she was also looking for her husband to kind of tell her she looked this way. And and, and as they should, right? Mm -hmm. But that's not everyone's love language. So you got to love yourself. It all starts with you. So for me, it's the spiritual fast. But for me, it's also affirmations like, And I love doing this exercise that I call like mirror work. And I literally look in the mirror. You look in the mirror directly into your soul, like look into your eyes. Right. And just feel those emotions come up. Then what you want to do is kind of look at your face closely. Look at like every part of your body. I usually stand in the mirror naked. Right. And then you you say something nice about yourself. Right. Like this is what I love on this part of my body. I love, you know, my hips. I love my eyes. And then you feed back into yourself. And I, I started doing that, like, you know, once, twice a week, right before I got in the shower, when I got out the shower, just pouring back into myself because I think where we lose, when we lose the confidence, because naturally you do. Just you've been like a well, right, carrying a baby around, and then (laughs) you have the baby, and then all your attention goes to that little little beautiful baby that you have to like nurture at all times. And I think, you know, it comes a point where you're like, oh shit, like I'm nine months in, I haven't lost the weight or, you know, I realized my jeans don't fit because now I'm going back out into the world. And so for me, it's just pouring back into yourself and not really expecting that from anyone else.
0: Exactly. And I feel like someone, who was it? Oh, I think it's uh, Katrina from Tone It Up said she threw away, or not threw away, but like packed away all of her pre pregnancy clothes and didn't even allow herself to say, like, it's a bounce back or getting back to that. Mm -hmm. She got new clothes that fit. And Mm -hmm. I followed that mantra as well. I did a closet clean out and said, there's no reason to hold myself to this standard. I'm, Mm -hmm. that's not who I am anymore. And I think it's also really important to let moms know it's okay to mourn your old life. It's okay to Mm. mourn who you used to be pre-baby. That doesn't make you a bad mom or a bad person. It's natural. That old you is, like Taylor Swift said, like, you can't come to the phone right now. She's dead. Like, you're a new version. And with every new baby, you are being reborn anew and in life you die many, many times in in life without physically dying. And I think Mm -hmm. talking about that more is really important because there's there's kind of no going back, but that's also kind of the point, right? That you're this 2.0, 3.0, whatever version, and that's how it's meant to be. But it's okay to have those conflicting feelings and it's okay to be a little uneasy with it at first because we don't talk about it and we don't, you know, say that that it's okay, that that duality is okay.
1: Mm, I love that you said that because I think that's that essence of change and that fear of change as well. And when we become, obviously I haven't yet, but I can imagine when you become a mom, it's a huge change in your life. And like you said, it's not that Holding on to this old identity of be- pre-mum, but still enabling yourself to be whole within yourself and know that you are not just a mum, you're not just the identity of being a mum, but also enabling that change to take place without the resistance to that change. And I guess you find a lot of people is where they struggle is when they they stay in that resistance and they hold on and don't let go to that to that old self.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I think. It was a conscious decision, right, to Mm -hmm. say, okay, I'm moving into this new version of me. And this is just one version of many. There will be many more to come. And even if you're not a mom, again, the point of life is to change and grow and evolve. And it is scary. And there are parts of your old life, if you will, that you can, you know, still love. But love and accept them for what they gave you and where they brought you. I think that's the Mm -hmm. best practice is a practice of gratitude that all of those lessons or things that happened or parts about your life that maybe you really loved that aren't the same anymore, that's okay. They brought you to where you are, have gratitude for them, love them, but you can't be attached to them because exactly like you said, Emma, you're going to sit in that resistance. And I've learned so much more about being in flow and in that feminine when you release the resistance, when you don't Mm. plan the outcome, when you don't Tiffany is the best at this because I'm always, especially with the business, I'm like, I want to do this. I want to get us there. I want to do it on this time. And she's always like, girl, there's a divine plan and you need to go with the flow and you need to simmer down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that. That's the feminine energy all over, right?
0: <laughs> yes, I,
1: I truly, is. I've been through,
2: I'm, I'm a little older than Victoria, but I've been through enough, like where I realized I'm like, oh shit, like. I had no control. I used to live in a place of like, I needed total control. What I will say is there are some things that have happened in my life, including having kids where you realize, Oh, I'm not in control. (laughs) Now you can control some outcomes, right? But the, the bigger plan. It's like, I love to see it work. A lot of times I'm like, Oh my God, universe, you showed out this time. You know what I mean? So, but I think that's why me and Victoria work so well together because it's funny. Sometimes I I like get into this mode of like, but for the most part, I'm like, we're going to flow because it's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. We are gonna. This is going to, I already have seen like the outcome of spirit mamas. Like I've already had the premonition. I've already seen where we're going. Like we just got to get there in the right time.
1: Mm. It's going to be
2: amazing. Yeah. It's going to be huge, Mm. but yeah. So, Mm. but yeah, it's, we play off of each other for sure. (laughs)
0: Well, you're the master of trust. I think that's what you've taught me that in business, in life, in everything, it comes back to trust and trusting Mm. that you're held and supported and that any decision you make is never going to be the wrong decision as long as it's made from a place of love. And Mm. that even if the outcome, like you said, Tiff, isn't exactly what you expected or you want it to be a certain way, as long as it's coming from a place of love, whatever happens after that is the beauty of, of being a human, right?
1: Mm, and I honor you guys for doing that and actually really creating that space for mums because that is one of the biggest changes that you can go through, especially as a woman. So if people are interested, where can they find you and where can they work with you? So spiritmamas.com,
0: you'll find all of our ceremonial circles, workshops. We also have digital courses that you can do on your own time. We host a full moon circle every month. We would love to have the listeners come. We'll give you a discount code, Emma, that you can share with everybody so that you guys can experience us live uh, on Instagram. We're at spirit.mamas. And then, of course, Tiffany and I also hold one-on-one sessions with folks for Akashic Records readings or Reiki healing. We're here to support you any way we can.
1: Lovely. You'll find all that information in the show notes. So I just want to wrap up with a final question statement. And there's there's two of you. We'll do we'll do one at a time. <laughs> so and that's just to share a message from the soul. So whatever comes up intuitively for you now. So Tiffany, if we start with you.
2: Love. Um, it all starts with love. Like every Master that you know we've seen or followed from Jesus to Buddha shows this comes from this place of love, and I really think that we are all just human beings in this journey, right spiritual beings in this human journey, and what we're trying to do is um get to the same place, but in different ways, and so I think you know just show love to your neighbor to maybe someone you don't know because we're all on different paths to the same place. And that is a place of
1: love. Mm,
0: Lovely. I love that tip. I would just say you are worthy. You are not Mm. your bank account. You are not the things that you own. You are not your to-do list. You are perfect exactly as you are. No matter what struggle you're going through, no matter what you're coping with, you deserve to be happy you deserve to live a full life and you deserve to feel loved. So just mm. remember that, that you are worthy and you you deserve it all. You deserve all of
1: the things. Mm, I absolutely love that. And this has been such a pleasure having you guys on. I love your energy so much. I can really feel it. And I know that this is going to be great for mums, but it's also going to be great for a lot of other listeners because the underlying principles that we spoke about in this is just like you said that trust that love that faith and that applies to all of us and I honor you for the work that you guys have done so thank you so much for coming on it's been such a pleasure having you thanks for having us Emma yay thanks thank you so much guys see you later (laughs) Bye. bye and that's a wrap from today's episode thank you so much for joining us and I hope you feel even more inspired to share your soul and live a limitless life don't forget to like, subscribe and share if you love this episode and head to the show notes to find out how you can get even more involved with the community. I'll see you next time for another soulful episode. See you later.